the second hour of Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Harmony Kaplan, and he's Grant Whitaker here today with me, and I'm happy to have you here. Um, so this is the time in the show when we take your questions, and if you have them, we'd love to hear from you. 651-641-1071. You can always email us at mytalk1071.com. Go to the Shop Girls page uh, on Twitter. I'm at Harmony Kaplan. There's just no end to the ways you can, you know, get a hold of us. Mm-hmm. So um, if you have questions, please feel free to call. We love to talk to you. Uh, meanwhile, uh, you had sent me an interesting article about there's always collaborations, it seems, between always. designers and celebrities mm-hmm. at this point. And so you had come across some five new ones. So tell us about those, Grant. Well, you've, you're putting me on the spot here. I am. Well, you know what's Dua, funny? I never can say her name right. I'm going to do it. Dua Lipa. Du- oh, you ruined it. I was going to try. What were you going to say? Dua, well, I never can get it out right. Dua Lipa, right? I did it. You did it, Dua okay. Lipa. Yeah. Well, this talks about, it's not just the collaborations. It's also talking about how ads can be and how they can be a little funny or sometimes kind of silly. Which is good. Kind of yeah. Thing. And so talking about Dua Lipa first, starting in this article, and it's, is it Emma Raducanu? It sounds good to me. I don't so, I don't know her. So basically, this is a spot featuring Dua Lipa in a collaboration that she did with Ivian Water. Oh, okay. And so it says, of course, the line opening this article says, there's nothing more entertaining than watching celebrities be bad at something. <laughs> and so this was a little funny. I mean, because it is Dua Lipa attempting. So Emma is a tennis star. It's Dua Lipa pretending to be in a ten- tennis match oh, with her and pretending oh, okay. to play the game. Yeah. And of course it comes down to the fact that they need to hydrate with a little Evian Oh, water. sure. And then this is followed. Then of course it goes on and talks about one of the other ones was Katy Perry. Oh yeah. What um, is she featuring doing? an article for just eat. And it says a partnership with UK delivery brand just eat was likely a piece of cake for Katy Perry, a music video made with agency McCann and production company. This is a firework and swish swish, which, of course, are songs of hers. Yes. Um, Just featuring the fact, of course, that you can order all kinds of different things via delivery. Oh, okay. But, I mean, there were like... Was there one with Harry Styles? Yeah, Spike Lee, Harry Styles, and Apple was another collaboration that's listed here. Um, You know, I saw, at least I thought it was the funniest thing the other night. Um, I actually saw it online, but on James Corden. He does great... I think he his bits are what are great. His interviewing isn't anything that different. I, I right. don't think, but he did a, a a little vignette with Harry Styles where they had three hours. He said to make a music video, and they went along the streets of New York to try to find somebody who would let them in to use their place. Right, and a couple people, you know, he said who he was. They had no idea who Harry Styles was. They just said no. Right. And then they came to a place with three young girls who were roommates who, you know, lost their minds. And they did this whole thing where he used their stuff to put together this music video and all. It's very funny. I mean, I'm sure you can go on YouTube and get it. It's worth watching. Yeah. It's a funny thing. Um, Anyway, in talking about collaborations, the other one, which has nothing to do with an ad as such, is Cher. Yeah. Teaming up with Versace for Pride Month. Well, and they're calling this like the the team of two divas. Yes. The meeting it, of two divas. Because it's Cher and Donatella Versace. They're calling it Cher-Sachi? 
Versace. <laughs> well, this was really interesting because it's only four pieces. They've launched this during the, the the month of Pride, of course. Yeah. It's a beautiful, colorful, rhinestoned or bling bling Versace emblem logo. And instead of saying Versace at the top of it, it says Cher Saatchi. Oh, I love it. And so it launched this week with Cher wearing it and a great pair of sunglasses, talking about this collaboration. And of course, the money goes to a particular Pride charity that's oh. listed as well. Okay. Well, that would make sense to do right. that. I, I mean, I you know... Shares one of a kind. So, I mean, that's uh, that's always a, a good thing to have her involved with you. Um, we certainly would be remiss if we did not discuss Britney Spears' wedding. Yeah. Um, it's been all over the news. Well, I, I you know, maybe something's wrong <laughs> with me. I've never been a major Britney Spears fan. I haven't either, actually. Oh, really? No. So I'm not alone. No, I know the gays love her, but she's just, you know, I, I prefer Obviously to, not all gays. I prefer to Whitney Houston. I'm sorry. Oh, I would too. Yeah. Anytime. But she and her longtime boyfriend, I think you pronounce his name, Sam, as as Kari? As Kari? Yeah. Something like that. So they just got married um, yesterday, I think? No, I think it was day before. Day, day yes, before, on the night. Two days ago. Yeah. Uh, I I didn't get an invitation, so I wasn't quite sure. Uh, they have a home in Thousand Oaks, and so that's where they had this wedding. Um, I didn't love her wedding gown. Is that terrible to say? No. Her wedding gown was also Versace. It was, well, you can explain it better than I can. It was very simple. Well, it is simple. I mean, it's, it's very um, Brittany in that sense. You know, it's it's got a strappy shoulder. It yeah. holds in like at the breast. It comes in at the waist. It's a little flowy at the bottom. Big, high slit. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of um, it's a Versace dress. Yes. Yeah. But it is. It's simple, I think, for her, but still a little sexy, don't you think? Yeah. But there's something about I, you know, and I don't mean this in a negative way. But there's something about Britney that always seems very girl-like. Yes. Versus yeah. more like adult woman-like. And right. I think it's still, it's a little bit of a mishmash between the two. Yeah. I mean, it was not my favorite. And I just loved, you know, I know that nowadays a lot of brides have a second dress. Yeah. That they wear for the reception. I've never understood that because I just remember I loved my wedding dress. It's the only time I was going to wear it. I wouldn't have wanted to change into something else but she didn't just change once well she didn't change twice yeah she had three different dresses that she changed into Mm -hmm. i mean she didn't have time to enjoy her wedding she was busy changing dresses well and don't you think some of that's i mean when you think about britney spears it's also first of all there's a lot i try not to there's a lot of pr that's coming through that yeah it was also a versace collaboration yeah and then also on top of that she likes to dance Oh, but I mean, she couldn't have danced in one other dress? Well, I don't know. (laughs) You know, I think if you have the means to do so, why not? Okay. But I, you know, I guess the other thing was that this was at their home. Mm -hmm. The the actual ceremony apparently was in a tent. Madonna was there. And I can't remember. Selena Gomez. Oh, yeah. Right. Very more. Yeah. Paris Hilton. Okay. They've got all the deets. Yes, they were all there. (laughs) And. There was sitting outside. They had the house covered in roses Mm -hmm. and they had a horse drawn carriage. And I was trying to figure out there was a picture of her, a video of her in the carriage. And I thought, where is she going? Because the wedding was right there. So I don't know if she just drove around. 
You think? <clears throat> I mean, I, c- I can imagine she's got probably a pretty big home. I would guess so. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So maybe she was in the guest house getting ready. Okay. I personally, you'll be shocked to know I do not have a guest house. So I couldn't have done that. But You could have come up the driveway. I could have. I could have. Well, we wish her nothing but the best. Of course. All goes well for her. Um, So, you know, it's sort of in the fashion realm, but a little bit uh, different than talking about Britney. I was reading in Vogue, and I feel like this happens most years, that suddenly we talk about showing bra straps. You know, Mm -hmm. for years and years... You certainly made sure you never let a bra strap show. If you wore something that would show it, you would quickly make sure you had a strapless bra on. You would not wear it. But what they're saying now is not just that it's okay, but people are showing a bold bra strap. Um, What's your feeling on that? Do you think that's a good look? I don't love it. I mean, it reminds me of being a little flash dancy. Like from the 80s. And, you know, we've been talking a lot about like those trends. Of course, we were talking earlier about the fact of people's, you know, the tops of their underwear peeking out, things like that. I mean, it goes hand in hand. I think that was more 90s. You know, the bra strap seems to be a little bit more 80s, of course, with the sweatshirt that you would cut and you'd show a bra strap. Yes. You know, I think it just depends on the look. I mean, I think if it's classy and maybe it's monochromatic. Okay. Well, and I think they're they're showing some that are, you know, like jeweled bra straps yeah. so that where it actually just becomes part of the outfit. Well, I think if you make it fashion and I think you make it dressy, why not? Yeah. I mean, if you have that kind of thing. Um, but Vogue, if you're at the mall showing the stray up, probably yeah, not a good that's thing. That's a different look. If it's hanging down <laughs> over your shoulder or something like that. Um, I think just be careful of how you yeah, interpret the style. I, I would, agree. I would say that would be... My take on it, anyway. Um, You're not going to go home and bedazzle a bra? Not today. I'm very busy. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, actually, we're going to take a break because I have to prepare. Yes. Because you know what's coming up next. It's Harmony's Tech Report. You bet. So don't go away. We'll be back with more after this. Welcome back to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. This is Harmony Kaplan. I'm here with Grant Whitaker today. Um, and you're going to want to stay tuned because next, uh, next weekend. No. <laughs> no, then I don't want to say next episode. The next um, segment. Gee, these senior moments. Next segment, we're going to be talking to our expert, and it's Amy Zaroff. I'm. And we're going to talk about weddings and all that kind of stuff. Um, But meanwhile, before we get to that, what time is it, Grant? It is time for Harmony's Tech Report. The Internet is is a series of tubes. Tubes. Time once again for Harmony's Tech Report. Well, first off, um, this is exciting for anyone who likes Taco Bell. Do you want the lights up even more? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and who doesn't like Taco Bell, right? You don't have to answer that. Anyway, the first of its kind remake of a fast food restaurant opened in Brooklyn Park on Tuesday. And it's called Taco Bell Defy. And it's a two-story, four-lane drive through if you can believe it. So if you if you want to find it, probably right after we finish Shop Girls, it's located near 94th and Zane Avenue North, um, just south of 
Minnesota Highway 610. So there's no traditional dining room there, but instead there's a second floor kitchen and a vertical lift system that lowers orders directly to the driver waiting below. Okay, Mm. so three of the four lanes will be used for customers picking up online orders or delivery drivers. And the fourth lane will just be a traditional drive through lane. Um, This is the it, you know, Taco Bell is uh, owned by Border Foods and they have something like 200 other taco restaurants in Minnesota. But the owner or the founder of it, Lee Engler, said our dining room business really has never come back to what it was, which is understandable. Sure. And the majority of our business is now either digital format through mobile apps or the drive through or third party aggregators like DoorDash. Um, so they believe that the behavior in terms of restaurants has changed. So the goal of this new format is to deliver food. Are you ready for this? Deliver the orders in two minutes. Literally wow. two minutes or less. Um, customers can order online. They can use the unique QR code to check in and receive the correct order. And they believe Taco Bell believes this is the future of fast food, that this is what's going to happen. And they're already um, planning a second one in the Twin Cities next year. Well, have you so, ever seen the lines at Taco Bell like late in the evening? Yeah. People love Taco Bell. I mean, it is packed. Yeah. And so what a great thing, actually. Right. So, I mean, you know, who would have ever thought, I, you know, to have this kitchen. So they have lots more employees because they're going to get this food to you in two minutes. If there was us. one, when the one opens here, will you go? Will you go with me? I would. Okay, let's yeah. do it. Let's make a plan. I like, okay. I like a good Taco Bell. Okay, you'll have to drive because I don't know how to get there. Okay, got okay. it. Okay. All right. Um, this one I don't know about. Grant, um, you had seen the story too, but Amazon has launched a new mobile augmented reality tool, tool called Virtual Try-On for Shoes. So if you're using their shopping app, you can select Virtual Try-On button. There's a button that you can push um, on the product page. And then you use your camera to view the shoes on your feet. And you can change the shoe color without ever exiting the the app. So it's right now this feature is available for iOS users in the U.S. and Canada. And they're offering it on thousands of brands of shoes. Um, Puma, Reebok, Adidas, and, and many more. And they plan to add more as they go along. Um, they are obviously aiming uh, to attract sneakerheads. And there are many of them all yeah, across the U.S. and Canada who want to try things on before they buy, but they don't want to leave their house. The thing that I don't understand is I have never been able to buy a pair of shoes without trying them on because of comfort. Yes. Yeah. What good does it do to see it on your foot? You don't know how it's going to feel on your foot. Well, that's the first thing I kept thinking about was comfort. Is it comfortable? Is it comfortable? Yeah, I mean, I I understand you. Maybe if, let's say, you're a a Puma buyer at all Mm -hmm. times, and you know that size 7 in a Puma is going to fit you. But, I mean, I think shoes, that's one thing that you have to try on to see if it rubs in the heel or, you know, if the toe bed is too short. I wonder if it's for people who like a certain brand. Well, maybe. 
Um, I don't know. You know, this follows uh, Amazon opened their first fashion store in May. Yeah, of course. That's called Amazon Style. It's yeah. in California. And again, they're using technology there with um, customers can scan QR codes and find information on sizes and colors. And then the items can actually be sent to your fitting room via the app, which is a good thing because salespeople never used to bring you stuff anyway. But you know, it's interesting. We keep talking about experiences. I mean, it's another way to have an experience when you're online trying something. I think it's also, I think they're probably testing, does this work or does it not work? Yeah, I I would think so. But because it just, for shoes to me, it just doesn't seem like the way to go. But nice maybe idea. for some people. Okay, so Apple has now joined the buy now, pay later wave, mm-hmm. which has become a very popular way of of buying things they announced this last week that they have the launch of apple pay later which will allow users to you can split the cost of an apple pay purchase into four equal payments this is the part i didn't quite understand i guess i was thinking it was going to be probably you know over a three-month period or that but it's over a six-week period now i suppose that does help but it's not like a long period of time to divide, you know, the payments. It's but, not that long. No, but I, mean, I you it's know, not like classic layaway. No, it isn't, is it? Mm-mm. So I don't know, but it's the the whole idea that it's going to be built right into the Apple digital wallet, and consumers can use it now. Um, and you can apply for the service when you check out with a purchase using Apple Pay, uh, or in the digital wallet. So it's available only to U.S. consumers. And will be accepted online for in-app purchases via uh, the MasterCard network. Um, Apple feels this could be a real boon for them because uh, the Apple Pay user number has surged to 45.4 million people this year. And by 2026, they say it will be over 56 million. So, you know, and and obviously the whole idea of buy now, pay later is a very popular thing. People want those Apple products right away. They do. So, oh, I guess I don't have time for another one. What can I do? We'll come back to it. All right. We'll come back and ask our expert. Welcome back to Shop Girls on My Talk 107.1. I'm here today. I've been Harmony Kaplan. Mm -hmm. I am here today with Grant Whitaker. And this is the time in the show, Grant, where we think we've got a lot of answers mm-hmm. and we think we know what we're doing, but sometimes we think maybe we should ask an expert. We need an expert. Expert. Time now for the shop girls to ask. She really knows what she's talking about. He knows everything. Everything. An actual expert. Hear that? We've got an expert here. We got an expert. We do. (laughs) And her name is Amy Zeroff from Amy Zeroff Events and Design. Are you there, Amy? I'm here. I'm thrilled to be here with two of my favorite people. Well, we're happy to have you with us. Happy Saturday. And happy Saturday. Grant, you know, I was just thinking about this. Harmony, I don't think Grant knows. That Uh I myself walked the runway once with you calling the show. I want to say I was. Seven years old, and we were at St. Anthony, Maine. Yes. I was rocking a Dorothy Hamill haircut, yes. and for this curly-haired gal, that was hard to rock. And you were calling the show with, like, a handheld microphone. Yes, you're absolutely right. It's very frightening. 
And neither Brand. of us, neither of us has and look, aged and, a bit. No, and fa- and she's gone from fashion to technology. Oh yeah, <laughs> in the blink of an eye. You don't understand eye. how much I love the tech report. Oh, I mean, you're I'm nice I'm to say that. Hanging on every word. I bet you are, and taking notes. I hope. But Amy, all right, we've got we only have a certain amount of time, so I want to get to all of the exciting things happening now that the world is opening up again. But I do know that you have a, a feeling or a comment at least about the fact of, of people changing outfits at weddings, the bride changing they outfits. They do. What I just want you thought? to know, uh, several of my friends that are celebrity planners recently have, have done quite a few costume changes behind the scenes. And I'm telling you that that's the norm, and we're seeing it a lot in the everyday wedding as well. Really? Even for the smaller, more intimate gatherings. Yes, I don't know. Maybe Grant can shed light on this, but I think it's because people just can't choose. Do they like themselves in an A-line? Do they like themselves in a short dress, in a sweetheart style? All those things. And they are changing multiple times. Really? But it's do, do better you think, than Broadway. Well, because, like, I've, you, you know, we're here to talk events. And, like, in a lot of the event places these days, they're building out those, like, kind of boutique dressing room suites. Do you think that's why? You know oh. what? That's a great point. Oh. It could be. Because I have to say that that lends to those Instagrammable moments that sure. the brides and grooms really want. Yeah. And um, he's right. All the new hot venues have these gorgeous getting ready uh, suites. It's unbelievable. Oh, is that right? Well, I don't yeah. know. I guess, you know, I was saying to Grant off air that I loved my wedding dress. I knew that those few hours were the only time that I was going to be able to wear it. And you had no hair and makeup because you're just gorgeous. <laughs> exactly. I didn't <laughs> need any help at all. And I, you know, I mean, I didn't want to take it off and put another dress on. But I guess who does? It's hard enough to get into the first. Darn right. (laughs) But anyway, all right, let's talk about first of all, let's talk about some of the hot new venues that are out there right now. Sure, sure. There's a lot of them. Three of my total faves that have just recently opened are Urban Daisy, which is in northeast Minneapolis. You know, you wouldn't expect an event space in what looks to be an office building. but They have done it so well it's an it's an industrial chic type space you walk in there's ample room for i want to say 300 seated with a dance floor there's a gorgeous ceiling installation filled with greens um it's like a living ceiling instead of a living wall if you know what i'm talking about those are we just did a photo shoot there you're right it's very cool it's so cool they have a built-in bar the team that owns it is fantastic a real group of yes people and I'm excited that we have some events coming up there. So oh. Urban Daisy, really fantastic. Okay. The other one, um, another one is called The Whim. And this comes from um, Janae Saltzman and her husband. Janae is a fellow event planner in the Twin Cities, but she and her husband decided to open up the space. And she's no longer taking new events oh. after 2022 for her own business. Say the, only na- gonna be a say the name of the space again. The Whim. Whim, W-H-I-M? That's right. Okay. Yep. And all these places are popping up in um, mostly northeast Minneapolis because there's so much new construction, and they're really taking advantage of it. What I love about these venues is they're basically what I would call vanilla shells. And what that means is it can be a designer's playground. Sure. So if you partner with the right event producers and event designers, they can make it anything that you can imagine and dream of. And I bet that that's great. For grant and fashion shoots as well yeah and i would think for you when you're planning a party and you've got that kind of a, a blank canvas 
that makes it a lot easier for you too. Easier and more fun because, you know, the kind of um, events that I like to produce are ones where it's a blank slate and you can come up with wonderful, creative, fun ideas and then make them happen. And you're right. Those places are great. I will also say, you know, you, you're a tech nerd and I'm a, um, I'm a event nerd in terms of making sure there's enough hang points in the ceilings. <laughs> and yeah. all of these venues have really great hang points for great lighting and ah. great decor. Okay, that's important um, too. Um, there's one other one. Yes. And that's Glass House. Now, you might remember oh, that Glass House as being the Holden Room previously. Right. And this is within, uh, within uh, Hennepin Made Glass Company. And they have done amazing things. They're so flexible. They're happy to do really so many different setups. And you can use their former coffee shop. You can use um, their glass display room. It's really fun. And they also do a lot of community events. They're very good. They give back a lot. Oh, to the community. and you had a huge personal party there, correct? <laughs> I did. I had my 50th birthday there. Oh, I think and, my invitation um, got lost in the mail, Amy. Well, you know what? I'm sure if, when Allie gets back, she'll tell you all about it. Harmony, yes. you are always invited to every single thing that I ever oh, do. Grant, be careful what you Grant say. Was traveling. I was invited, but I was getting engaged. Oh. Oh, he was well, getting so engaged. So I had a good yes, excuse. We did, yeah. I didn't know it. Well, that's um, just the way it is, I guess. Amy, do you have to book these spots very far ahead? To... Well, I would say that because they're new and they're very exciting and we've been waiting for hot new spots in the Twin Cities, for quite some time. Yeah. Most of them are booking out at least a year on Saturdays and uh, Fridays and Saturdays for weddings. Okay. But if you are doing a corporate event, if you're doing a Thursday wedding, uh, then there is some more availability. Okay. That's good to know. Um, what about the size of gatherings today? I mean, not just weddings. I mean, just parties. And, and are people doing more at home or, or have things changed with that since the pandemic too? I would say yes and. Um, so, so yes, people, I am seeing a ton of smaller, more intimate gatherings for all occasions. I feel like people are wanting to be surrounded by their nearest and dearest, mm-hmm. not only because that makes more sense, you know, from um, a celebration standpoint and a budget standpoint, but also in this day and age of not really knowing if we're post-COVID, right? Right, right. Um, this allows you to be a little bit more comfortable in your surroundings. And with those smaller gatherings are coming a lot, uh, coming a lot more to places where you can open the windows and have indoor outdoor type things. Right. A lot That's... more, a lot more tent gatherings, a lot more, uh, you know, outdoor destination type things. Yeah. Well, so, and, and Amy, yeah. with our expert, you being our expert today for events, what, what do you ask your clients? What, what, what are one of the first things that you like to ask your clients just to figure out their, in terms of their mission, what they're trying to do, any of those things? Sure. Yeah, that's a great question. I go through a whole list of questions, whether it's a social event or a corporate or nonprofit event. I really want the event to exude who that person is, who that couple is, or what that brand or mission is all about. So I will ask, you know, what, what do you want your guests to feel? What do you want the senses to engage in? What should the look, the sound, the smell, the taste, the feel, all of those things exude when you first walk in? And then um, I dig deeper into what would make your guests walk away and say, this was so blank, right? This was so Grant and Harmony. This was so uh, whatever the organization is. And when you start to open it up that way, 
less as a business transaction and more as a relationship, right. you really start to exude um, a much better, a much more human feel in all events. Yeah. Well, Harmony sense. and I would be like the share Sachi of clients. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to deal with us. <laughs> okay. Here's, a, here's another question, Amy, because, you know, flowers always add a lot to any gathering. Um, first of all, are there new ways of doing flowers? And also, is there a way to do them without breaking the bank? Well, yes. I think that the way to do them without breaking the bank are these floral installations that you've probably seen all over Instagram. For example, um, structural pieces as the altar or the canopy or in a Jewish wedding in the chuppah where there's this structure and then you have a very dramatic one um, one piece floral that might be on the right side or the left side or the top or the bottom. Mm-hmm. And then that same floral piece is repurposed somewhere else later in the event. Oh. These floral installations are a real wow and they look fantastic. And that might be the only photo that you ever see. And that paid for itself. Ah. <laughs> and I say paid for itself because today's, today's events are really all about the Instagrammable moments. Yeah. So I think a pop of color, a pop of texture, a lot of ceiling installations we're seeing with floral. Um, so people are worrying less about what's on the table and more about what's hanging over them or seen around oh, them. Okay. That's yeah, nice. that makes sense. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. And- it also makes sense because then you don't have that older great aunt who like moves the centerpiece during the event and says, I can't see Sheila across the table. (laughs) I never liked Sheila. So it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And then really quickly, because we don't have a lot more time. um, Dessert. That's always my favorite part of any meal. Are there certain dessert trends that are out there right now? Still minis, minis, minis. So Ah. what I mean by that is um, a really fabulous dessert presentation that people can grab three or four smaller things that look fantastic. They look beautiful. They might um, be on theme in terms of the color and all of that, but you don't feel gluttonous taking a few minis and they fill up the space and they're food as decor. And you can also, instead of sitting down, you can just keep taking them and putting them in your mouth, pop them in your mouth, have have more than you otherwise would have. So, well, the, it's really good to know that things are happening again. Um, I, you make me want to go to a party. That's all I can say. And if, I hope we'll party together. Soon. I hope we will. And if people want to get a hold of you, it's Amy Zaroff, Z-A-R-O-F-F, events and design. Um, Just amyzaroff.com. Oh, Amy. Okay. Well, that's easy enough. And Amy, then. what's your Instagram? My Instagram is also at amyzaroff. Oh, well, she's made it really easy. Amy, we appreciate your expertise. Thank you so much for being with us today. And we'll see you at a party. Thank you for having me. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Happy Saturday. And we'll be back to wrap up Shop Girls right after this. We are we're getting we're silly. just jamming out. We're to the getting Doja silly Cat. here. Yes. This is Harmony Kaplan along with Grant Whitaker. We're wrapping up another fun filled Two hours of shop girls. I think Ellie doesn't appreciate your dancing skills like I do. Probably not. Yeah. you got to have a talk with her. Yeah, you've got rhythm. You've yeah. got a little vibe going. I like <laughs> I it. got rhythm. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we can't sing too much of that. I think you pay otherwise. Yes. Um, there were a couple quick stories that we wanted to get to before we get to um, Steals and Deals. Um, Lululemon 
is doing um, a interest an interesting thing. They're you know right now they've been launching their footwear collection, yeah. so that's been going on. But at the same time, they have new golf and tennis categories. Um, they're launching hike mm-hmm. in the coming weeks, yes. and they're going to sell styles that are specific to that category and more retro. Yes, much more retro. They also have a new fabric they're releasing in its running category called Sense Knit. Hmm. So, I mean, they're, they just keep going. I mean, you have to say everything is in line with what they do. I mean, it all makes sense. It works with their whole vibe. But, um, and they, it's good quality stuff. Yeah. They, it really is. They don't stop. No. You know, they which, don't. And that's probably why they are on top like they are. Um, the other thing, and you were telling me how much you thought these sounded so great, were... <laughs> I thought the, they were great. <laughs> were the new candles yes. that seem to be everywhere and that everybody loves. Tell us about them. Well, I love that you picked this article and thought that the veggie candles veggie were going candles. to be um, the, the rage. That's right. So not only um, sometimes do they come shaped like veggies... <laughs> they smell like veggies. Yes, like a what tomato. Do you think of, I mean, yeah, tomato candles. Yeah, and and is there broccoli? There is broccoli. I, yeah. Why? Yeah, and it's the more potent of <laughs> the vegetables. Yeah. I understand. Now there are herb ones, um, basil and lavender. But now and, that would be nice. Yes, that I can understand. But I mean, I after I saw this on the Today Show, they were talking about it. Everywhere that this but did seems you see to this? be, I had I I saw I had a smirk and I saw the today I watched the Today Show I saw them yeah. talking about these. There was a little bit of a smirk as well. I yeah. mean, could you imagine me walking into your home and going, "Oh, it smells like broccoli. I love it." And and then I'd say, "Well, that's dinner right there. Yeah. <laughs> Eat your candle." Yeah, but maybe in Ina Garten's house, maybe, maybe. that would go over big. But I still, I wouldn't want to leave somewhere smelling like broccoli. No, I don't really think that would be a good thing at or all. Or even a tomato. But if you like them, yeah. There are they do you have the article are they where are they that you can here that you me, can get them. We'll talk a little bit more about the flavors and I'll pull up the link for the, for you here. Oh, you're going to pull up the link for yes, me? Yes. Okay. Do it. Well, the, I I don't know what else to say about the flavors there. <laughs> I don't think they're flavors, they're fragrances. Well, they're well, but I mean it's a flavor of fragrance okay. because, you know, a okay. vegetable has a particular flavor. Oh. That, you know. Yeah, okay. So the the brand the brand name is Malin and Guts. Okay. So M A L I N you know, plus the plus sign G O E T Z. Right. And you get it um, and these are available to purchase online. It oh, says, you can through get them the brand online. specifically. Yeah. yeah. Well, it must be a hot new thing because everybody's talking. But about it, it does say they're one of their better sailor sellers is the tomato. Okay. If you want one, you know, go for it. That's it, all it, I it have enhances to say. your pasta. Okay. <laughs> can always use pasta, so that well, there would you be go. good. All right. Well, we have a few minutes to get to some steals and deals. The boutique locally here called Cocoon. I do, yes. Um, K-O-K-O-O-N. Yes. And I got this email last night. And I thought, oh my goodness, I haven't heard about them in ages. 
And it said right on there, hello, friends. I hope you've all been well. And we apologize for our long absence. Uh, they said that due to the circumstances of the past couple of years, they've been without a real studio. And that's been quite a challenge. Yes. So they're getting ready to move once again. And hopefully they say in about nine months, they'll have a small studio, studio set up where they can design um, limited editions and few of a kind. But meanwhile, and this is the exciting news, they're having a huge, they call it a hell of a clearance sale. Mm. Um, And so they're going to add items the next two Fridays, and they will have an additional progressive discount in July. And they have everything. They've got tops from $10 to $49. They've got dresses $20 to $69. So you go to Cocoon. Um, dot com. And if you're not familiar with the brand, they have some great basic pieces. Yes. I've worked with them a lot over the years. So, I mean, that was good news. It was nice to hear that they are back. Um, Meanwhile, there's a few things going on that you might want to know about. You know the shop Moth Oddities? I don't. Oh, I thought you would know that shop. Mm -hmm. It's actually located at 2201 Northeast 2nd Street in Minneapolis. See, I don't Um, know everything. No, that's, well, almost everything. (laughs) They're having their one-year birthday party, and they're celebrating with big discounts of up to 50%. Now, this is interesting. It's up to 50% off for the first 50 people to RSVP. Now, it's today from noon to 6, but it would be worth checking at Moth Oddities to see, you know, and they've got refreshments there and all of that, too. So you might want to check that out. And even if you... Don't get the 50%. There's still going to be a, a good discount on things. Um, the Nesting Tempress and Century Clash Studio Pop-Up Sale. It's a new showroom from local vintage furniture and home decor dealers, Nesting Temptress and Century Clash. They're now um, open every second Saturday, and they will be open today. They've got furniture, housewares, decor, knickknacks uh, till 5 o'clock today at the Foundry on Stinson. Um, Boulevard. So that's another one to check out. And we, the Starborn, has a back alley sale. They are a metaphysical shop. And each sale features a unique rotation of local artists and makers. So there's always somebody new there. And this is happening today until today and tomorrow until 4 p.m. at 593 Hamlin Avenue in St. Paul. So you can um, check. Yana Peliquin, um, her website, because she has all of the sales and, and special events that are happening. And just a quick reminder, also, Rodeo Drive is closing. Oh, Long-time consignment store. Okay, so that's a good one to shop to. Yes. Thank you, Greg, Thank you. for being with us the last two weeks. Um, we hope that everybody has a lovely weekend, and thank you for joining us on Shop Girls. See you next time.